Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Buskey. The goal of this podcast is to improve the life and leadership of assistant principals. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of August 8th through 12th, 2022. If you already get my daily leadership emails, then I hope you'll find some added value here. And if you don't already subscribe, you can find a link on my homepage at frederickbuskey.com. Many readers like to begin their mornings by reading the email and setting a leadership intention for the day, but please don't feel any pressure to subscribe. By listening to this podcast, you're already growing on your leadership journey. On Monday, I used an analogy from the whitewater world about running clean lines. Um, And when you're going down rapids in a raft or a kayak, it's really important to run a clean line, especially when the consequences are high. And I equated that with the idea of really giving attention and giving your best effort to your work. And the point is that running a clean line actually only matters when those consequences are high. So we should really be mindful about when we invest our time, when we invest our attention, and when we give our best effort. We don't need to do that all the time. We need to do it when it matters most. The theme for Tuesday was that organizing in and of itself doesn't grow people and it doesn't make you a better leader. And the story behind that is that I spent three hours organizing my days and all the projects and looking at everything I had to do uh, coming back from vacation. So I had in a whole a half day of work and really hadn't done anything that was going to help people or grow my business or make me better. Yes, organizing can help you be more judicious with your time, but don't confuse the work of organizing for the work of developing people or growing yourself as a leader. On Wednesday, I talked about meetings and the idea that meetings should focus on growing people and that they should be strategically scheduled. When I wrote this, I specifically had in mind instructional leadership team meetings. And in quadrant two, which is our biweekly micro journal, the first issue comes out on August 16th and we'll actually be focusing on how you build a really good instructional leadership team meeting. But the two things that I talked about here was that an ILT without all members being fully attentive is a bad meeting. And the way to kind of mitigate the interruptions and the distractions is to make sure that you schedule those IETs when you're least likely to get interrupted. So um, one easy way to do that or one part of that is looking at my discipline data. And if I see that I have spikes in discipline data at 8 o'clock and then the lunch hour, 11.30 to 1 or something like that, I don't want to schedule my ILT meetings for those times. Right? I want to find the time when I have the least amount of discipline referrals, the least amount of parent phone calls, the least likelihood that the district is going to call a principal or assistant principal or instructional coach meeting. So being mindful of that is really important. And then also thinking about the purpose behind the meeting and catching people at their best for that purpose. 
So if I'm doing a meeting that focuses on reflection and thinking and, and learning about what we just, what's happened, I might do a Friday afternoon meeting and do a huddle and have us process some of the things that happened in the week because Friday, it, Friday afternoon is a really good time for reflection, but it's not a good time for digging into data. So when we're talking about those ILT meetings and and coming together and talking about the observations and the different things that we saw that week in teaching and thinking about how that impacts how we're going to work with teachers, how we're going to do professional development, that's not a meeting you want to put on a Friday afternoon. That ILT meeting needs to be in that protected time during the day where you're least likely to get interrupted and at a time where people can really focus on that work because at the ILT meeting of where we're focused on growing people is the most important thing that we do. And the other thing I would add to that, and again, we'll look at this in the issue of quadrant two, is making sure that you have emergency response strategies. So there are going to be times when principal, assistant principal, you know, everybody's out of the building. It won't happen very often, but it happens. And so what happens? How, how does your staff, who responds to an emergency when admin's out of the building? And whatever plan you have for that, you can also make that your plan for when you're in your instructional leadership team meetings so that your team's protected and, and not getting pulled away. On Thursday, I told a story of a friend of mine who just took over leadership of an organization in which the previous leader had had taken things on themselves. If, if there was a hiccup somewhere or somebody in the job was struggling, the leader just picked up that process or picked up that, that role. And so in the end, the leader was doing a, an inordinate amount of work in the organization. And when that leader left, that organization completely fell apart because there was no capacity of the other individuals who remained behind. And so when we think about leaders, it's not about, I think we have this, this impulse sometimes to do things for people, especially if we see them struggling with a task. Well, I'll just do it myself. That is, that is the exact wrong thing to do because in fact, what we want to do is to be delegating and delegating in a way, delegating that comes with teaching. So we want to teach people how to do more. We want to build their capacity. And it's that kind of leadership really strengthens the organization. And I concluded Thursday's email with the question of who can you grow today? I think if we approach our days every day as an opportunity, not just to serve somebody, but to grow somebody, it has the power to alter how we approach leadership. And it has the power ultimately to create a different kind of culture and a different kind of organization. So I guess if you begin every day with just one question, that question should be, who can you grow today? On Friday, I asked, what does it really mean when we say it's all about relationships? We hear that over and over, but what does that actually mean? How do we build relationships and what kind of relationships are we talking about? So I asked, I like to, to have reflection questions on Friday. And so these were the four questions I asked. What does it mean to have a relationship with someone? 
What is the tension between having a personal and a professional relationship? How do we build the kind of relationship that actually makes a difference? And what's the difference between building trust and building relationships? In two podcast episodes of the Assistant Principal Podcast that dropped this week on August 9th and August 11th, I actually had conversations about this idea of relationships with Dr. Tia Tia Jones, who's a great guest. She's the South Carolina Elementary School Principal of the Year for 2022. And we really dug in and talked about this idea of relationships and what they look like and how you build them. So if you missed those episodes, you can go ahead and listen to that as well. So that's the week. What's the takeaway? Clean lines and organization are really about priority management. We focus on running a clean line or not worrying about how clean the line is. We focus our organization efforts in order to be able to give our fullest attention and our effort to what really matters. And what matters is people. I have a couple first year assistant principals in our apex community that are moving from being elementary focused to the middle school. And they were both asking this week, how do you navigate that, right? Because the the middle school context is vastly different from the elementary context. And how do you build credibility with those veteran teachers who are gonna look at you as an elementary person and, and wonder what you have to contribute to them? The way we do that is to build relationships and the way to build those relationships the way to start is simply to be present serve people first just by listening and by learning and when we are 100 percent present with people when we listen when we attempt to learn from them we're getting better but we're also serving them Dr. Maddie Jurek talked about this um, back in episode 38 of the Assistant Principal Podcast. She was a high school choral director and moving to her first admin job as a middle school assistant principal. So you can dig into that and get a little bit more on the relationships piece as well. But again, when we're talking about growing relationships, the first piece of that, the first step, is to build those personal and professional connections by being present, by listening, and by learning. Okay, this wraps up this week's Five for Friday rendition of the Assistant Principal Podcast. If you have feedback for me, please email me at frederick at frederickbuskey.com. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing to support the work of assistant principals, you can head over to my website at frederickbuskey.com backslash principal. I'm Frederick Buskey, and I hope you'll join me next time for the Assistant Principal Podcast. Cheers.